Welcome to Money Freedom for Photographers, where I teach you how to question all your money beliefs, show up and sell your photography, and create a business that feels amazing. I'm your host, Safina Duke. Hey guys, so I wanted to share a story this week about something I've been meaning to put on the podcast for a really long time, which was an experience that I had of being sold to that completely changed my perspective on sales. It changed the way that I did my sales calls. It just taught me so much from being on the other side of the sales process. And I think that when we are thinking as photographers, we're thinking as business owners, we are trying to do it right. We're trying to close the sale. We're trying to follow all these steps that maybe other people taught us. And we kind of just forget like what it feels like to be on the other side. So I really encourage you as you're listening to also brainstorm. What are some times that you have had to make a big decision? What are some times that you have made a higher ticket purchase where you're spending, let's say a thousand or more dollars? So obviously that amount of money is really subjective, but I find that starting at the thousand dollar range is when photographers start to feel like they have never charged that much or, you know, they feel uncomfortable with people paying them thousands and thousands of dollars. And maybe they get some of that pushback from some of their clients, at least on getting paid that much. So just if a thousand dollars isn't right for you, then just imagine a time where you were spending a decent chunk of money and you wanted to be careful that you were, you know, spending it on the right thing and you were choosing the right things for yourself and that it was a good fit. So that's why I want you to be kind of thinking about while I'm telling the story. So today's story is all about my wedding that I had with my husband. It was in October, 2019. Uh, we had no idea that there would be a pandemic. So thank God we got it in there before all the craziness started. Um, and I want to share the story of the planning process of my wedding because it was really magical how it all worked out. <laughs> and this experience was what just completely changed, you know, the way that I looked at sales. So to give you guys a little bit of backstory, when Craig and I got together, we had our son really, like really early on in our relationship. You know, we lived together. We, we raised him. Eventually he proposed to me, but since both of us are pretty bougie, like we both like things to be really nice and fancy, <laughs> we waited a long time. Like I was like, I don't want a ring that, you know, like I I'm willing to wait. Not that I don't want it like a not expensive ring, but <laughs> I'm willing to wait for like the ring that we want. And I'm willing to wait for the wedding that we want. So that was kind of like our mentality. It was kind of just like, there's no rush. You know, both of our parents had gotten divorced and stuff. So like, we're not in a rush to be legally married or anything. Um, and that's kind of just the way that we were looking at it. Right. So anyways, it took us a while to start planning our wedding. <laughs> we got engaged, I think in 2015 and everyone was like, when are you guys getting married? And I think they like eventually stopped asking us because we just were not ready. We knew that it was going to be expensive. We knew we had to pay for it by ourselves. At that time, we were not in the place to even think about that. We wanted to buy a house. We wanted to, you know, just wait. And then we wanted it to be like this perfect wedding of our dreams. <laughs> so 2019 came along. And at this point, I am pregnant at the beginning of 2019. I am 
about to give birth to my daughter, Abel. I had her in February. And so we start thinking like, wow, you know, I think we're ready to get married and I think we're ready to spend this money. (laughs) And in my head, I just had this idea that like a wedding costs $10,000, which I mean, I don't know where I got that from, but I just kind of thought, well, that's not the cheapest that I've ever heard of it being, but it's also like not a ridiculous amount of money that I wouldn't want to spend on my wedding. So I felt like $10,000 was a good budget. So in my head, I'm like, okay, this is going to cost $10,000. And we kind of wanted to elope, but we also wanted our family there with us. And, you know, me at the time thinking about my hair, I was like, we want like we wanted to go to a beach. So I'm thinking about my hair and I'm like, well, Florida might be too frizzy. You know, you never know if you're going to get like rain in Florida. So I was like, we got to do California that has the best weather all the time. It's, you know, guaranteed perfect for our wedding. <laughs> so at this point, I am just starting to find things out because, you know, I, I haven't even been to California that many times. It's not like I knew where I was going to get married. I just kind of had this vision, you know, being a photographer, I cared so much about the location. I had a vision of being really close to the water. I really wanted beach pictures, but then I was like, you know, we got, we started looking at beaches and I started thinking that I would want somewhere that was, I don't remember what my train of thought was. That was like not a beach thing, but I wanted to be at a resort that was on the beach. That was kind of my plan, like a resort so that we could stay somewhere really, really nice. And my, all of our family could stay there and then still have the beach close by. So I looked at so many places. I put so many places on, you know, a list that I had in my notes and my phone. And I started to just price out all of these things. And I was pricing out my wedding dress. I was pricing out, you know, like the food, the, the cost of going there, the cost of staying there. So we just had this vision of having an extremely luxurious place and of having just our closest friends and family there and kind of, you know, like kind of splurging and then kind of also not like kind of cutting back on the big wedding parts that, you know, if we had that wedding with a lot of guests, it would probably be like a hundred thousand dollar wedding. Right. So definitely cutting back on those parts so that we could just splurge on like the nice parts of being in a really great location, really beautiful resort. I start comparing all of these places, comparing all of the locations, what beaches they were close to. I, <laughs> of course, I picked out my photographer first and I saw that he was like, I think he was like near San Diego, um, Oceanside or something. And so I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I got to go somewhere close to him. I got super attached to his work. I was like, this is so good. Like I got to <laughs> um, go work with him. And I started looking for the right location. And of course, this is something that was so scary for me because I knew that I was about to have my daughter or I had just had her maybe when I started planning this. And so I knew I wasn't going to be like traveling out there. Like I had photo shoots to do. I had things all year long that I had planned and I was just planning on seeing pictures and figuring it out online or by phone. (laughs) So it was actually really scary because it wasn't like one of those things where, you know, I'm like, I'm an intuitive person. Like when I walked into my house for the first time, I kind of was just like, this is the one. And when I walked into the other houses that I, that we were looking at buying, I was like, no, 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 this doesn't feel right. So I didn't have the opportunity to do that with, you know, the wedding venue. And so I kind of just was like really relying on 
you know, I was kind of just praying. It kind of took a, an extra spirit of God or the universe to help me to find the right place. I feel like, um, so I started kind of just reaching around, right? Reaching out to places, talking to people on the phone, just that experience in itself was really, really interesting. So a couple of the places you, you know, I get so excited, right? Like I would get my mind set on one. I'd be like Ritz Carlton. I remember when I first saw the Ritz Carlton of somewhere, I was like, this is beautiful. (laughs) You know, it's the most luxurious place ever. Perfect. And I tried to fill out their, I think I had to like fill out a form or something. Like it's, it was something to where I couldn't reach them. And then, and I don't even think they called me back. (laughs) So there were places like that where I would get so excited and I'd reach out and they just like wouldn't even respond. And finally, I got a hold of a really, really fancy one. And I remember being out to dinner when I got the call. I was so excited. I was like, I cannot wait to talk to this person. I can't wait to price it out. And she was basically like, yeah, so to, to use our venue, we have a food minimum of $10,000. And I was like, well, there are like 10 people coming. <laughs> So that wasn't going to work. That was the budget for the whole wedding. So that was a little bit sad. So I started to kind of get discouraged because I was like, you know, some of these places, they only kind of cater to the bigger parties, you know, and I was like, I really want to have my wedding party stay in a hotel. I really want to have everybody be there and still, you know, not work with a $10,000 food minimum. I was shocked as a client just how many places were very unresponsive and or just, you know, didn't respond back that were, you know, really beautiful venues that I was really interested in. And I wanted to obviously I wanted to pay somebody like I wanted to find something that could work for me that I could say yes to, you know, (laughs) like that's I think that's the thing that we forget about selling is that when people are like calling around looking for your service, they aren't just hoping that nobody will be able to help them, right? They're, they're hoping to find the answer to their problem. They're hoping to book somebody. They're hoping to get a good fit and they really want to feel comfortable enough to say yes to that fit. So I think we have to remember that. And so when I was calling around and stuff, there were just so many experiences I had that were, you know, not very good. And there was also a an experience where somebody had listed all of the the packages on their website. It was like an elopement package. And it was that was also interesting because it was like I could read through it and I could be like, yeah, but I don't need a photographer. Like I, I already have a photographer picked out. And so it was also interesting to notice how somebody who's just putting all of these features in a list on their website didn't really serve me because then I had questions like, am I just paying for something that I don't actually want? And they didn't have the opportunity to talk to me and sell me. And upon further review, I saw that they had complaints of bug beds, (laughs) not bug beds, bed bugs. Um, and the, they were like a holiday inn or something. So it was a, you know, just, just a side note, but that one would not have worked out anyways. This is the part where the sales process gets really, really good. So I found a hotel. I did not, at this point I was getting really, you know, discouraged because all of the nice hotels were just like extremely expensive and there wasn't anything that was tailored to exactly what I wanted. That was the problem. You know, it was like 
big hotel, but they have to have a huge wedding reception or, you know, like it just wasn't a fit for what I was looking for. And I knew what I was looking for, but I just couldn't, you know, it's like none of, I couldn't make the other people's packages fit to me, if that makes sense. Um, and I'm also, maybe your clients won't be like this. (laughs) Like I'm also very, like, I know what I want. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, I know what I want. I have a vision. And I was beginning to wonder if that vision was going to happen for me. Cause I just kept getting, you know, no's and kept getting quotes that were just out of my budget. So one day I found a hotel that I was sure would be out of my budget, but I contacted them anyways. It was the park Hyatt Aviera. Um, and it was in Carlsbad, California. And I've never been to Carlsbad. I don't know anything about it, but they answered my phone call right away. And then they asked what I was looking for. And when they heard that it was like a smaller event, they transferred me immediately to somebody who specialized in like a certain size or less weddings. And she was available like immediately. Like I would just, I found the hotel. I was talking to her on the phone next thing. So first of all, huge thing right there. When you're excited about booking somebody like you're excited in the moment that you're excited. And then you never know if you're going to wake up tomorrow and be as, be as excited about that place. So when that place takes, you know, hours, days, weeks to contact you back, it's like you kind of lost, (laughs) you kind of lost the excitement. So, you know, just the first part of the sales process of having them immediately available, having them answer my call and immediately talk to me was really great. It was really encouraging. This woman who sold me, she proceeded to talk to me like, I remember feeling kind of naive and maybe not good enough for some of the places I was calling. Like I kind of felt like an imposter, right? (laughs) It's funny that the last episode was imposter syndrome, but I was kind of just like, you know, I probably shouldn't be calling you guys because like I'm just a broke person from Indiana, you know? I kind of felt like they thought that about me a little bit. Like it was just kind of like that. And the person who took my call, she was just like, she didn't treat me like that. Like she was like ready to find a solution for me. She was like ready to work with me. And she asked me all these things about what I wanted. You know, did I, did I want this? Did this matter to me? You know, what was I envisioning? What was I envisioning for the location? You know, how many people, what was I thinking for dinner? And she just started like asking me all these questions, which nobody else had ever done. Everyone else was just like, here's our package. Do you like it? (laughs) And she started really getting to know what I wanted. And I remember she, at the very end, like after asking about, you know, all the details of the wedding, like, I guess I can't remember exactly what, what else there was, but like after asking about that, like asking about, you know, if we wanted to stay in the hotel, I told her that and just all of those things. After that, she asked me what my budget was. And of course, I didn't really know like what to expect. So I said a number that I thought was like kind of high because, you know, I was trying to like give her the top of my budget because I knew that things were expensive or going to be a little bit more expensive over where I was looking and that I was, you know, willing to work up to this certain amount. And she said, Oh, like I said it really uncertainly. I was like, eh. and she was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think we can, you know, we can definitely get you somewhere close to that. And so just that reassurance of like having my budget be like somewhat in the realm 
that kind of, you know, made me think, well, okay, so it's going to be somewhat in the realm. And it ended up being maybe like 500 to a thousand more than my budget, but just like having the, just having her say that she was working with it and having her say it was going to be kind of close to what I was expecting to pay. I think that as a, as a buyer, I was just like, okay, you know, like at least it's not going to be way out of what I wanted to pay. And if it's exactly what I want, then I'm willing to budge a little bit. And I think that most of our clients feel that way too. Like they have an idea of what they're expecting, but it for the right thing, they're willing, they can move their budget up like a thousand dollars. That's not, you know, too much money to move it up. And I've seen it before you, like, I know if you're thinking, oh yeah, people are on fixed incomes, blah, blah, blah. I've seen people that you would never guess be able to pay for things, pay for things for both me and for my clients um, in their businesses. So anybody can do it. Anybody can find the extra, you know, thousand or whatever they need to work with you, I believe. After the woman said that she could work with my budget, she said she was going to put together a package for me. And then she would send it over and we could look over it. And you guys, at this point, I was so happy. Like it was so much work calling around and then just getting kind of like not getting rejected, but feeling like, you know, nothing was working out with all of these places. It cost me so much energy. I remember, you know, with every process, that's like kind of a big process like this, like buying a house or planning your wedding, you kind of start to feel like, oh my God, like I need to give up. (laughs) This is too much. I need to take a break from this because I think you just want it to be so perfect. You just want it to feel like such a fit that when things start to go wrong really early on in the process, you're like, uh, what's going on? So (laughs) she told me she was going to put together a package for me. So at this point, I, as a client, had somebody who had listened to every single thing that I wanted. This is the only person at this point that knows what I want. (laughs) The only sales representative out of all the hotels in California that knows what I want. And so it's the only person that's going to be able to create a package that doesn't charge me for things that I don't need and that gives me exactly what I want. And... Also, just knowing that and knowing that she was working a little bit with my budget was, you know, really helpful. So I got so excited. And I remember when she sent it over and it was more than what I was planning on paying, but it was just like it had included and itemized just everything that I needed. And there wasn't anything in there that was like a, you know, oh, you know, do you have to charge me for that? Because I don't really need that. It was all just very much, you know, meeting the very minimums for what they had to charge me, but also just meeting everything that I wanted. And at that point, having invested so much time into telling her what I wanted and just feeling so seen and understood, like I would say those are the things that sold me the most. Those are the things that were like, nobody else did that. Nobody else took the time to really like ask me all those questions And so therefore, you know, what am I going to do? Look for somebody else and then tell them all of those things and try to relay all of that information to them, you know, and as a professional, she had asked me things that I hadn't thought of. And I can't remember exactly what specific things now, but she asked me things that I wouldn't have been able to like write down and then go to somebody else and ask them for all the same things because she's the professional. She knows the right questions to ask. She knows the right things to look for. 
So I absolutely loved how smooth that sales process was. I loved how seen I felt. And I want you to just think that, you know, things could be that easy. For my clients, after that, I started kind of changing my sales calls a little bit. Instead of telling people, you know, I offer hair and makeup, like you're getting it. (laughs) I would always just be like, yeah, I include hair and makeup. Is that something that's going to be a value to you? And when I said it like that, I kind of said it like more of trying to see if we were a good fit, because if it wasn't going to be a value to them, I might not be the best person for them if I'm going to like make all my clients get hair and makeup. And so there were just all these little micro closes, right? Micro ways to find out if your process is a good fit for somebody to find out what they're envisioning, to find out, you know, the locations that they're thinking about, all of those things. And to just really at the same time, sell them on, this is what I offer, you know, does that work for you? So like for me, some of the things that I offered were unlimited outfits, you know, and I'd be like, I offer unlimited outfits. I love to like, do they like to dress up in different things? Does that sound good to you? (laughs) So for somebody who was just calling and they were like, no, I just want one good picture for graduation. I was just willing to be like, yeah, that's not a good fit. But for so many other people, they were just so excited because it was like, some of these things were things that they hadn't even thought about that they wanted out of a senior photo shoot or out of a branding photo shoot all the different portrait shoots that I offered. So I truly believe to boil it down, if you know somebody's problem and their wants and needs so well, and you can connect with them in a way that feels like very genuine, you know, where you're not like, I'm the best and you need to work with me, right? Like in a way that's very like how that woman connected with me, how she just really made me feel like I was validated for all the things that I was dreaming about at my wedding. If you can do that, they're not going to be able to look around town. Like they're not going to be able to just go hopping from person to person asking everybody, you know, for a photo shoot because you've taken the time to really connect with them. And of course, some people like they're just not going to be your clients. That's totally fine. But these are for the people that are for the most part, trying to book a photographer that's like you. And maybe they just have a few hesitations because maybe it is a big amount of money for them. My wedding turned out to be the most beautiful day. I couldn't go over there. So I booked the wedding with pictures, with my intuition that told me that this place was the best because they had taken the best care of me. And I knew they were going to have the best customer service. And oh my gosh, you guys, if you ever go to this resort, it's a five-star, five-diamond resort. It is the most beautiful place ever. They just renovated it, I think, last year. So after we stayed there, but they had the absolute best service. They told me that they were going to like have little surprises that they like to do that. And that she thought she was like, I think you'll be really happy with it. And she really undersold it. Like they had every time we left our room, we came back and there was like something in there. Like there was always a bottle of champagne in there or just like chocolate covered strawberries or I can't even remember, but they just left us things like literally every time we left the room. It was crazy. At one point, like we had been there for, you know, a few days after we got married and we were just like, oh my gosh, how do they know? And they, you know, all the people on the grounds and all the people that work there would greet us and be like, 
they all knew that we were the ones that were getting married that day. And it was just so special the way that they handled it. So they really, not only did they make a big promise, not only did they cover all the things that I wanted, but they over-delivered. They did so much more than I could have, you know, even asked for. And so it was a seamless, perfect experience. And um, the woman that worked there ended up even holding my baby while she was bawling, crying that she was supposed to be like sitting outside with the rest of the family, but she was like ruining <laughs> the reception. So she ended up holding my baby so that I could walk down the aisle because she wouldn't leave me. She wouldn't leave my arms. So both my kids were there. The youngest one probably won't remember it too well, but they just went above and beyond. And that's the kind of experience that I want. I want to give my clients and that I want your clients to also experience with you because, you know, it's like the experience of paying a lot of money and getting an amazing service. So what I want you to do is just really think about, you know, the experiences that you've had as a client and what really helped you to feel comfortable buying. If somebody, if you've ever experienced a really good salesperson, and then also just think about, you know, what are the things that my clients might not remember to think about? the things that they don't know that they need to talk about. You know, what are the things that I offer that I'm willing to really stand by and that I'm willing to turn down people for? Like I'm willing to say, "Hey, listen, is this a good fit? Is this what you want?" And then if if they don't want it, like, you know, send them on their merry way. They can find somebody else that works for what they want. And get really clear on just coming to your calls, your inquiry calls with like that openness of just being willing to find out if you're a good match, being really, really open to whatever they are looking for, serving whatever they're looking for. I think so often we just really want to make the sales that we get caught up in being attached to like, they have to want this because it's the best because I put so many things into it, (laughs) right? Because we're trying to sell ourselves on it. We're like, this, you know, I've like, I've, I've trained for years. I'm a master photographer. I have a studio. They better buy from me. But instead, just coming from that really down to earth, genuine place where they have the space to make that decision for themselves. But you're also just, you know, staying a calm expert, right? You're in that expert energy where you're also leading the call, guiding them to the things that they want and don't want, and just building that trust there. For some people, booking a portrait session can feel as huge and as important and as big of an investment (laughs) as booking your wedding. So just remember that this is such a special thing for people and you get to do the honor of guiding them through that process. Go make some offers. Go try this on your inquiry calls this week. As always, let me know how it goes in the Facebook community that's always linked in the show notes, and I will talk to you guys next week. If you're ready to do this work for yourself and your business, I invite you to coach with me one-on-one. We will spend six months turning you into the person who knows how to create whatever results you want in your life and business. You can sign up for your free consultation at the link in the show notes. And if you're enjoying the podcast, you will love our free Facebook community called Money Freedom for Photographers. You can find it by searching for the group on Facebook or also linked in the show notes. We'll see you in there.